Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Junks are brought to you by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Let's head on over to the BetQL guest hotline. Say good morning to Dan Graziano, NFL insider for ESPN. Hmm. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you doing today? We're doing well. So yesterday we were all expecting Ron Rivera to be fired on Black Monday, and that happened. Happened around 8.20 a.m. yesterday. But what we didn't expect was the news of Bob Myers being added to the search advisory committee by Josh Harris. Rick Spielman also added to that mix as well. But the, the headliner was Bob Myers coming over from all his success with the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. Now he's part of the commander's front office. Were you kind of taken aback and surprised by that as well? Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, obviously, like Josh Harris is somebody in the NFL realm that we're still learning about, right? So, like, how is he going to handle this process uh, was the big question here in the last few weeks as we were expecting them to make a change at head coach, possibly in the front office. You know, so I think it's interesting to see who his connections are and who he trusts. And, um and obviously, you know, Rick, Rick Spielman, who was the GM of the Vikings, and then he was kind of involved in the Jaguar search a couple of years ago, the one that landed on Doug Peterson, not the one that landed on Urban Meyer, uh, the one that landed on Doug Peterson. So uh, he's had some experience doing this before. And then Myers, of course, bringing a little different perspective from, from the NBA, but still like, you know, I think it's interesting because it's, it's Josh Harris telling you, like, it doesn't have to be you know, strictly football, football, football in terms of these opinions on what's good for the organization, because you're, you're trying to, you're trying to find leaders, right? You're trying to find people who can be sort of CEO types for your football team. And, uh, and I don't think, you know, I I think it's an interesting idea to go with somebody whose opinion you respect on that, even if it's not necessarily, you know, the same sport. So, Dan, one of the things I saw that you tweeted recently had to do with the players' the NFLPA survey on how they felt about coordinators. And one of the coordinators who has an interview request by the commanders is Aaron Glenn. He was the highest-graded coordinator. Tell yeah. us about Aaron Glenn. Yeah, so Aaron Glenn, former player, uh, and uh, you know he's been on that Dan Campbell coaching staff uh, in Detroit for a little while. Prior to that, he was in New Orleans. Um, Dan Campbell was there working under Sean Payton. So he's got a lot of experience. Um, and I think what that survey was interesting, right? Because like, like on the offensive side, the top five, like four of them aren't even play callers, right? Or, or three of them or whatever. So like that survey was very specific in terms of what it revealed and what it revealed. Like the question, as I understand it, was they asked the players, scale of one to 10, how do you feel about your coordinator? Pretty open-ended question, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I think the fact that if you graded highly in that, it tells you something very specific in terms of 
you know, how you connect with players, which obviously I think is a big part of the job. It's not the entire job, but I think it's something, and especially from the players' perspective, that they, they want these teams to be considering. So um, I've, not, I've never heard anything, you know, negative about Aaron Glenn in terms of his coaching ability. I think he's been seen as kind of a rising star in the, in the business for a while, and I'm not surprised to see him getting uh, interviews. Where it ends up, I, I don't know, but uh, I think, you know, it doesn't surprise me that people would want to look at Detroit and a place where Dan Campbell and his staff have kind of built a culture from absolute scratch in three years and, and see that maybe, you know, maybe we want to see if we can get a piece of that, see if we want to pick some of these guys' brains about how they went about doing that and maybe even land on one of them as our guy. Interestingly, on the offensive side, um, Ben Johnson wasn't in the top five. And Eric Bieniemy, who's here in Washington, wasn't there, and that's not necessarily a surprise because <laughs> he's rubbed some players the wrong way. What do you make of Ben Johnson being everybody here in D.C.? I got to tell you, we've done a bunch of polls. They want Ben Johnson, and he doesn't yeah, show up on that list top five. Um, what do you make of those two guys? Yeah, Ben Johnson's red hot. He's getting interviews all over the place. Um, you know, he was last year, he, he was of interest to the Panthers and he kind of turned down opportunities to go interview because he felt like he wasn't ready and he wanted to stay in Detroit and, you know, liked what they had going on there and all that. So uh, Ben Johnson, uh, his work with Jared Goff, what he's done with that offense in Detroit, I think, uh, again, people want to people want to talk to him because they want to know sort of, you know, what'd you do? Why did it work? And then just sort of get a sense of like, well, if you had the bigger job, right. If you had to, as they say, go from, you know, the small room to the big room, right. Like how, how do you operate? Like how would you do things like run training camp and operate the week and, and how would your practices be structured and all that kind of stuff. So those are the unknowns about Ben Johnson, who's, who's new on the scene, but I think he's viewed as someone who, uh, it, it, it is smart and has been successful in his role, and and teams are now trying to figure out if he's suited for uh, the bigger role. So that's where he is. But he is definitely say hey, like it fits. Now you see every single year when the NFL coaching cycle uh, starts to turn like this, like you see a lot of interviews given to young offensive coordinators. People want to score. Teams want to score points. Owners want to score points. They want to develop uh, quarterbacks, and so they look to the guys who have had success doing that in previous stops and right now ben johnson seems to be at the top of a lot of people's list what about dan quinn defensive coordinator with the cowboys uh, has been yeah. a, been a very good coordinator his entire career um and obviously was a head coach with atlanta went to a super bowl i think he's going to get a job i think he'll get one of these openings what were your thoughts on him yeah i mean he was a pretty successful head coach right like, yeah. like he, yeah. he they had they, you know obviously at the end like it is for almost anybody including including bill belichick uh, it, it, it turned a little, little south, but um, yeah, I think he's, you know, he's an interesting guy because the last couple of off seasons, we felt like, Oh, he'll probably get a job. Uh, and he hasn't, whether it's because the opportunity wasn't there that he wanted or whether it's because maybe he wasn't as high on teams list as we thought. I, I he's well-regarded. Uh, he is someone who, if, if it happened that Dallas decided to make a change at head coach, which I don't think is imminent, uh, he would certainly be in line to ascend to that spot there. He's that well regarded in that building. Uh, so you know, I think he's he's somebody to look at because he's he's operated in that overseer role, right? Like he knows he, he's he's got all the answers to those questions that I was just talking about. He knows how he would run training camp. He knows how he would operate practices. 
on on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and, and how that and how those would all be structured. Right. He knows um, what kind of stuff is going to come up in the course of a week in terms of fires to put out as a head coach. Right. Like so. So I think that's appealing um, to a lot of teams. Uh, and, and he's like I said, I, I think I, I'm with you. Like, I think he probably ends up getting one of these jobs. I'm not sure exactly which one. Uh, you know, two years ago it was supposedly Denver, and they went with, um, you know, they went with Nathaniel Hackett, mm. and uh, huh. and then last year he was kind of poking around, but there weren't that many openings. So, yeah, I, I think it, I think it'll be interesting to see where Washington lands because do you, do you go with the young coordinator and then feel like he can build something around himself in terms of, you know, structure and, and leadership, or do you go with the sort of the proven leader? Uh, and feel like, you know, well, this guy took Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl. I, I feel like he could do something similar here. And, and I, I, I think a wide net is a good way for them to be going. Where do you rank this job here in D.C. Uh, in terms of the ones that are available? You know, you, I guess you got the Raiders. Yeah. You, uh, who else is out Carolina, there? Atlanta. Carolina, Atlanta. Where, Chargers. You know, a lot of people say this might be the most attractive job <clears throat> just because of the new ownership group. And obviously the draft pick. Right, they have a second pick. Um, a long time ago, when I started covering this league, Mike Shanahan told me, like he said, when I when I think about a head coach job, the first, the two questions I ask myself are, who's the quarterback and who's the owner, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and not necessarily in that order. Mm-hmm. So the owner is new, right? And we don't know, you know, so what kind of owner he'll be, whether he'll be, you know, hands on, hands off, et cetera, whether he'll be patient, impatient, et cetera. So that's an unknown. Uh, and the quarterback's obviously an unknown, but my my guess would be that, you know, it's probably somebody who's going to be selected with the number two pick in the draft, right? So mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel about that, and who would that be? So I think it could be because, I mean, you know, you have the opportunity to, to build something and establish something, and if you are armed with those kinds of draft picks, that can only help. Um, but I think, you know, I think to say it's the top opening – you know, I just think there's a lot of unknowns, right? Like, if if you are going to go with rookie quarterback, and if and this is a first time owner that we really don't know how he's going to react uh, when things go right, when things go wrong, I think uh, any candidate's going to want to do as much research as possible. You probably, uh, I, I would say, if you're smart and you're a head coach candidate in Washington, you're interviewing them uh, as much as they're interviewing you. Dan, what's your lean on the Belichick situation? In New England, um, how quick – I think the report was Kraft and Belichick were going to meet. I, I thought that was for yesterday, but I don't know. Yeah. You, you would know more than me. But um, And then, obviously, the rumor was Belichick was, was going to leave. That would leave the Pats open. Vrabel maybe going yep. to the Pats, which would leave Tennessee open. Uh, what's your lean on the Belichick situation, how quickly that will occur? Yeah, I think ultimately <laughs> – someone else ends up coaching the Patriots next year, but I mean, it's not a hundred percent. And it's a, it's obviously a delicate situation. Like they were not going to fire Bill Belichick on, on the Monday after the season. Like right. that was never going to happen um, because of what he's done. If they do decide to move on, uh, I've seen this movie before, right? Like I was covering the Yankees when they moved on from Joe Torrey. I was covering the Giants when they moved on from Tom Coughlin. Like, like you don't, I was actually in Miami as a young reporter uh, around the Dolphins when they moved on from Don Shula. Uh, so, like, uh, you, you do it as a you know a tribute to what the man's accomplished, and I think that's what ends up probably happening in New England. Uh, it doesn't seem like Belichick. It seems like Belichick, you know, 
doesn't want to go easy, right? <laughs> the stuff he said yesterday. So we'll see how that plays out. But I think probably over the next couple of days, the most likely outcome is we find out he's not going to be the coach anymore. And then, you know, where does he want to go and, and who ends up getting that job? Gerard Mayo on their defensive staff has been the guy that a lot of people there have thought of as the successor for a long time. And he may well be. Um, but, uh, you know, Vrabel's an interesting candidate. If if he does not want to be in Tennessee anymore or if Tennessee doesn't want him to be there anymore, um, you could certainly see him being interested in a place where he was a couple months ago inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame, right? Like he was, mm-hmm. he, he has ties there and, and I think might be interested in it. So you know, a lot of moving pieces there with those two jobs that could potentially come open. And, um, and uh, yeah, but I think Belichick is probably somebody who's coaching elsewhere next year. And, and, uh, and we'll see what the Patriots do about a succession plan. Cause they're going to need a GM too. He's been that for the last right. 22 right. years or whatever. It and is. then there's Harbaugh. Yeah. After what happened last night, perfect mm-hmm. time, perfect time to step away from all the the madness at Michigan. Um, he can name his yep. price. Uh, do you expect yep. him to be in the NFL? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I do. I I think that's the most likely outcome. I think there's a sense there of, like, you know, mission accomplished, right, at Michigan. Did did what I set out to do. uh, And, uh... And I think there are NFL teams that are going to be interested. I think the Raiders are going to be interested in talking to him. I think the Chargers are going to be interested in talking to him. He hired an NFL agent, Don Yee, who's represented, you know, Sean Payton and Tom Brady and guys like that. So Brady's part of the, trying to be part of the ownership group with the Raiders, right? There's a lot of connections to make. So I do think um, this probably makes sense as the time for Jim Harbaugh to jump back to the NFL, where, by the way, he was an extremely successful head coach. Uh, with the 49ers in a, for a brief period of time, four years there. In the first three, he went to uh, three conference championship games and won Super Bowl. So right. uh, I think teams are going to be very interested in talking to him, and I would not be surprised at all if he was coaching, uh, for example, the Raiders or the Chargers next year. Dan, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. It's Dan Graziano, NFL insider for ESPN. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks.
All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, you, Dan. Yep. Don't forget, coming up at 8 a.m., we'll be joined by Doc Walker. We'll talk more Commanders with him at 8. Reminder. Did you give away the Chris Stapleton tickets? I'm glad you reminded me, JP. Because I think you were going to do that last segment, and you slept on it. I forgot. Now Mm. is the perfect time for you to call in. Tenth caller at 800-636-1067. You're going to score two tickets to Chris Stapleton's All-American Roadshow. That's Friday, June 7th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale right now, but you can get them for free by calling in. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. Those tickets are courtesy of Live Nation. Tenth caller right now wins. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 